0: Like, if you sound like an idiot, it doesn't make me feel bad about myself. Don't they poop? Have good conversation at the beginning of our show and I don't want that to stop and I think we should just continue with that. Um but I liked how so first of all I listened to our last episode. Okay. And I was there's certain episodes where I go into listen I always get a little nervous when I listen to our show, just because I always think like I probably sound like such a bumbling moron and and often I don't end up being too critical of myself after I listen to an episode. But there's certain episodes where I go like, oh my god. I don't even know if I want to listen to this because I remember, like, the whole time thinking, A, we probably offended people, and B, we probably, either me or you or both sound like morons, and I'm usually more concerned about what I sound like. Um, So the last episode, I was really nervous about listening back on because that one was, um... Yeah. That one was a lot. And I can't remember how this led into this, but I was thinking about how, I think I, oh, that conversation all stemmed from me asking you just a simple question yes about a purple dog yes so i thought it would be fun just to see because who knows maybe like conversations will come from it and maybe it'll just be a quick little thing which is more my intentions for it to just be a quick little thing get to know johnny okay i want to have like a little question at the beginning of the show that i ask you it may not even be parenting related it just a random question that i want to ask you at the beginning of every show
1: so, so does this mean though that I should bring the show title in earlier? No, no, no. Just this in case, will
0: be kind of. This will this will be kind of just conversation, and if it happens to lead me into something, we can we can break it or whatever. I don't think. I think more often than not, it's not going to lead to anything.
1: Okay, okay. So I will not tell people that this is apparently colon the parenting podcast. I will not tell people well, that yet.
0: You may as well now. I mean, you've already started.
1: I no, no. I'll wait till later. It's okay. <laughs>
0: Okay, so my question today for you, and I have like four already that I have. Uh, okay. Are you writing them, these down? I haven't, but I realized today when I almost forgot the question I thought of earlier today that I need to write these down because I'm definitely going to forget them. So I will write them down. Okay. So you won't know anything about these questions because they want your most honest answer. And some of them are just going to be dumb. Okay. And they will stem from something. So my first question for you, it's a multi-question question. Okay. Do you brush your teeth in the morning? Yes. I do too. Okay. So <laughs> pregnant Chelsea has an issue brushing her teeth. <laughs> I dated a guy who only brushed his teeth in the evening and he thought it was weird. Like if I was going to brush my teeth once a day, it would be in the
1: morning. Um, Like I yeah. generally
0: brush before bed. I'm not going to lie. There are definitely times where I stumble up to bed and, and brushing my teeth definitely does not happen. So, like, morning brushing is, like, the most important brushing for me.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, you got to get rid of that morning breath.
0: Okay. So, my question for you, then, knowing that you brush your teeth typically in the morning. Okay. If you forgot to brush your teeth or for whatever reason you were not able to brush your teeth in the morning and you went out and you realized at that point you forgot to brush your teeth – how would you deal with that situation?
1: <laughs> so I've had this happen before where I okay, just get good. caught up in stuff. You know, it's always yeah. it's always after breakfast. All right. Uh, so when I'm working, because um, I have to get up before I a.m. I'm out the door within 30 minutes yeah. of when I get up. Yeah, I know. And then I will get up, make my coffee, start throwing everything for my lunch together, and then like I'll get dressed while I'm drinking my coffee, and then, you know, put the coffee down, brush teeth, run out the door.
0: So that right. was my follow-up question. Do you brush your teeth bef- like as soon as you wake up or oh. after you've done eating and all that
1: stuff? No. Well, I usually eat pretty soon after I wake up. <laughs> like I don't go like four or five hours. So, so then like, like if I was going to, if I don't eat breakfast for some reason, which let's not lie, like that happens quite a lot. I just don't eat breakfast and I should, but like, then I will, then I'll, after my drink, my coffee, I'll brush my teeth, but I never do it before I drink my coffee. Um, Unless I have to be out the door like super quick, uh, but if I were to go out like forget like and it hits you and you're just like, mm, something's not right, something doesn't taste right in my <laughs> mouth here. Oh That's my what man, you do,
0: just, you're in your car going.
1: <laughs> no, you should walk around a store. Just <laughs> walk up to random people. I'm like, how's this smell? <sighs> um, so so uh, uh w- what I'll do is if I if I'm not gonna be going back home or anything time soon, like. Like, honestly, my solution to because it's all about me at this point, it's like my mouth just doesn't feel right. So So my solution to help with that is to get a soda, like something carbonated. It has to be carbonated and flavored like a sprite or something actually works really well, oddly enough. And that will like make me feel better. Like I still have to, you ever have that moment, Chelsea, where you discover something that's out of place on you. That you can't fix, but and you would have normally noticed it, but somehow you realize this is happening, and it just like rules your mind forever.
0: Yeah, usually it's when I forget to put deodorant on. Okay, and you, like and then you're just like paranoid all day, and like chances are, you're fine. Like let's be, I'm not like <laughs> I, I'm not overly active, and I'm not like a, a typically smelly person, but there's something about like you just don't even want to lift your arms up at that point and like someone goes to hug you and you're like why is someone hugging me today like no one ever hugs me and like today's the day they're hugging me and yeah no no no, i get it
1: okay so that's really funny because i've actually had that happen very rarely i guess i hope um but i've had that happen, but like for me the, the random thing i think like sometimes when i shave which i haven't really done in a long time yeah I know. so when i would shave though there would be like up here like the higher points on your cheeks like there would be a few hairs that I would miss and oh, like, yeah. and like I'd put my hand on my face and I'd feel it. And then for the rest of the day, all I can do is just like when I'm not doing something, just like rub that little spot where these hairs are yeah. and it would just bugs the crap out of me. So with teeth though, like after you get to brush your teeth, like I always like feel my teeth and my tongue and it's all like super smooth. And that's why like, if I know if I missed a spot too, I'm super anal about my teeth. Um, but like, if I'm out and about and I and I and I drink a soda to kind of like get the feel out of my mouth, but then I like I'll still like catch a feel of one of my teeth and you're like, oh that tooth doesn't feel real clean, and it'll just bug me. It'll bug me till I get home.
0: So okay, I for the record, I typically have very good dental hygiene. I think pregnancy and brushing my teeth have not have not mixed well. It was the same with Link, and I brush my teeth and I throw up every morning. It's it's my thing. So still? honestly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll go probably about a month until after I give birth, because that's how it was with Link. To the point where after Link was born, because it's your hormones are just totally out of whack. And like I just mint is something I have a really bad like aversion to when I'm pregnant. So like I've thought about doing a different flavor of toothpaste, but I'm worried that that will ruin like that taste for me, because like I really like cinnamon. But I'm like, but maybe it's more of the tooth br- – the teeth brushing is making me not like the mint flavor. Okay, and so, so mint is kind of ruined. So I have, have, so a, su- I I have th- a
1: suggestion for you. Mm-hmm. So there's more than two flavors of toothpaste.
0: This is what I'm saying though. I don't want to ruin other flavors for me because I think it's the tooth – the teeth brushing that is making that flavor a thing. So, but so pick- if I switch it to cinnamon, suddenly I might have a food aversion to cinnamon and
1: I don't want to do that. Okay, but pick a flavor – or whatever that's like, okay, this isn't one that I have a huge thing for, right? Like this isn't a flavor I love. I could be okay without this flavor. What other
0: flavors life? are there? There's like mint
1: and, and cinnamon. No, there's more. You get like you can get like the ones that are like the – and it's, it's really not a good flavor necessarily, but they, they it's like the Arm & Hammer baking oh, soda that, ones. that in
0: general. So it's more I think the foam – so again, it's more the foaminess in my mouth when I'm pregnant. Okay. I don't – like I'm really quite gaggy to begin with when I'm pregnant and then just – it's just no good. So I brush my teeth and then I throw up always. So I cannot eat before I brush my teeth because at least in the morning when I brush my teeth first thing, it's just nothing. I'm not throwing up anything because there's nothing in my system yet. Okay. Okay. First of all, I always brush my teeth as soon as I wake up and then I eat. So it doesn't matter.
1: Like, And yeah, So what's I'm, the purpose of this point?
0: So the whole point of this conversation is – my brother-in-law, I just found out from my mom that my brother-in-law Jake was out with my mom one day and they had to stop at a store to get a toothbrush and toothpaste because he forgot to brush his teeth in the morning and he's like, "Oh, I have to stop and get a brush a toothbrush." And my mom was like, "Oh, like she thought this was normal too." And I'm like, "If I forgot to brush my teeth in the morning, maybe" Maybe I'd go buy a pack of gum, like, if it was really bugging me. But my breath, I'm pretty sure, is never that bad. I don't know. I would I would never stop at the store, especially if I was with someone. Like, me, maybe by myself. And again, toothbrush and toothpaste would not be where I'd go. I'd go, like, either mouthwash or gum or, like, something, like, easy that you can just, like, quickly do. Like, brushing my teeth in the parking lot of, a, like, a shopper's drug mart does not appeal to me. Yeah, I just thought that was really weird, and so I was like, I wonder, like, if you forgot to brush your teeth, would you stop at the store for a toothbrush and toothpaste? No, because I feel like that's not normal.
1: Ah, uh, no, I would say it's probably not the norm. Chelsea, is is your is your question thoroughly answered? I think so.
0: Okay,
1: I'm just looking that, forward to I just to thought this. that was
0: a little a little odd about my brother in law. I don't know if he listens to this, but if you do, Jake, it's a little odd.
1: It's a little odd. Uh no, I'm looking forward to future questions. Make sure you write them down so you don't forget them.
0: Yeah, I have a good one for our next show, <laughs> and it's ridiculous, which is which is what makes this fun.
1: All right, we are back, and Chelsea. Um, a couple weeks ago, I was home, and. I don't know, we were talking, I don't know, you and I are messaging about something, I'm sure, and I made a comment on how I needed to go to the store, but I was going to have to, like, you know, pack the kids all up and everything, and uh-huh. the question you asked me is, well, can't they stay home alone?
0: Okay, and to be fair, and I say, I say a couple things on the show a lot, I say to be fair and for the record a lot, because they seem to apply.
1: <laughs> well, I've, I was recently told that I say, don't get me wrong. A lot mm. on shows. And then
0: when someone points it out, you realize that y- you don't know if you're saying it more because someone pointed it out to you. And then suddenly you're like, don't say it. And then you say it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so for the record, <laughs> you were going to like Home Depot to pick something up, which I assume for me, a trip to like Home Depot or just like a quick little trip to the grocery store. I'm gone for maybe an hour, hour and a half. I assume... It would have been around the same thing for you.
1: Yeah, I was going to be gone maybe half an hour.
0: Okay, so even less time. So, like, for me, you have a 7 and a 10-year-old. Yes. Half hour. Like, for a half hour, they should be, especially with Camille. Like, Ryan, I understand not wanting to leave Ryan home alone. He's only 7. But Camille is 10. I definitely babysat my sister who was six years younger than me. So she would have been, when I was 10, she was four or five given when I was 10, it was never for long periods. But if my mom needed to run to Home Depot, for sure, she would have been like, and I know we live in a different time now, but she definitely would have been like, Chelsea, I'm just running out for a half hour. Watch your sister here. I'm putting this movie on here. Snacks. I will be back. (laughs) And. At 11, 12, I was not only babysitting my sister, I was babysitting all of my sister's friends.
1: How many friends?
0: Um, I had one family in particular that I babysat for every weekend. Hmm. Maybe not every weekend, but a lot. Like to the point where they gave me like a Christmas bonus and
1: stuff. <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah, like they were awesome. They got me like an awesome Christmas gift from the Disney store. And I don't remember exactly how much, but I'm pretty sure they gave me like a $100 or $150 bonus at Christmas. Which wow. for like a 12-year-old is pretty sweet. And I always made sure to have like my favorite treats on hand and like the kids love me. I still know the kids actually. Like I just did a photo shoot um, with the kids who I changed the younger, youngest one's diaper and he is now in engineering or something. Like it's weird. Like he's in like university and I'm like, it's so weird. Like I changed your butt. Do
1: you ever like look at Um, be like the things I've seen?
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I mean, at 12, I was babysitting sh- strangers, quotations, yeah. kids, like kids that weren't family. At 10, 11, I was definitely watching my sister, who was much younger than Ryan.
1: Yeah. So, that day in particular, Ryan was the only one home because Camille was down the street at a friend's house.
0: I didn't realize that.
1: Yeah. so So, I definitely...
0: But she could have. I mean, either way, she did she had to come home to go to Home Depot with you, or you no, were just no, bringing no. Ryan?
1: I just sent her. A, okay. I sent her a text message and said, "Hey, I'll be back in about half an hour." Okay. Um, you know, because she has a phone now. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. So, but with Ryan, I, I mean, I could probably leave Ryan home alone. Yeah. Um, he would probably be doing the exact same thing he's doing right now, which is pet, petting 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 them Uh, petting kitties (laughs) and uh, watching I don't know something on TV
0: I mean during the day like I, I mean from what you tell me you live in a pretty safe community during the day especially where like you know for me it was like we were always told if someone comes to the door you don't answer and now like Cell phones are a thing. Cell phones yeah. were not a thing when I was watching my sister or my just staying home alone. Um, so if something happened, like we had to wait until mom and dad got home to tell them what happened. Like there was no contacting them. Like we had the neighbor's phone number to call, like in case of emergency. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like if, if when I was home alone or babysitting my little sister, it was, you know, don't answer the door, don't answer the phone. It was, you know, you sit quietly, you don't touch anything in the kitchen. Like, I wasn't to cook while they were gone or anything like that. It was very strict rules while they were away, and I always followed them. But, like, like you said, like, it wasn't really any different from when they were home or not because I was still doing whatever crafts or watching TV or playing with the dog. Like, I was just limited to where I could do it. Like, I was in the house. I couldn't leave the house when my parents were gone. I couldn't have friends over, typically –
1: so you describing some of those things made me made me think of something. And this is what this is what kinda of worries me. Like okay. so so I don't have a problem if it's a short thing, I don't have a problem leaving Camille home alone. Although odds are if I'm going somewhere, like unless she balks at it some, I'd be like, look, just hop in, you know.
0: We'll go get ice cream.
1: No, well, I mean maybe, but I'd like look, I'm just gonna store real quick, come with me, right? Like I my preference would be not to, unless Unless there's like some reason or she's like, come on, please can I just stay home and do this? Like, okay, maybe I'll let you for whatever.
0: So but wait, wait, wait. Camille has not ever stayed home by no, herself?
1: she has. Now, I've okay. never left her home by herself. And I'm not saying that like I, I'm upset that Amy has. I just I right. haven't personally because when I think I'm going to go somewhere, it just, it's just not a thing from just to think, hop in the car. Let's go run up here real quick and come back, right? Okay. Like if you're just going to be sitting there watching YouTube for the next hour, no, let's just get out of the house for a minute.
0: I guess, but does it not teach them, like, independence to be home and, like, you've talked about, too, how, not specifically about your kids, but just kids that are your kids' age in general – on how they're kind of needy, on how, like, they're at home and, they like, they have all of these things at their disposal, whether it's iPads or video games or coloring books, whatever whatever your kids do. But if you're there, they want you to be a part of it. Like, they want yeah. you to come play with you, with them, and do what they're doing. So isn't, like, leaving them home alone like helping them learn to be self-sufficient?
1: I mean, it could be. I don't know. I, I, I would have to... I, I would honestly... Like, I don't know. I don't know if that would really work. Like, it really does much. I mean, it makes it where they don't have you as an option, I guess. So So maybe. Also,
0: do we live in a world where, like, this isn't, like, I I mean, when I stayed home alone at 10, that was 23 years ago. Yeah. Like, is this not a thing anymore? Like, for parents listening, do you leave your 10-year-old at home alone uh, during the day specifically? Because I think, I think 10 is still, it's right on that edge of... Yeah. I, I think... I guess for me, I think it's a good test run to let them be home alone during the day for a half hour when you go to Home Depot to see, like, can we leave them home alone without a babysitter at night so me and Amy can go out and, you know, have dinner together and not have to hire a babysitter and not have to worry about them? Like, can we go out for two hours in the evening
1: while our kids are at home? So I definitely would not trust them for that yet because (laughs) it's – and now I, I don't think they would break anything. I don't think the house would get burnt down while I'm gone. Although I'm going to get to how that could end up happening on accident. Okay. Um, but like I, I wouldn't. What I, one, and like a big reason why I don't want to leave them alone together is I don't trust them to get, like get along. It's not they normally get along. But when they don't, it gets pretty heated. And I don't want them to be home alone when that situation arises. Right. So
0: one thing in that's it for that reason, because my sister and I fought a lot. We were pretty good. It was more just I didn't really want much to do with my sister because there was such a big age gap. So that was where we fought is my sister wanted to hang out with me and I didn't want her to hang out with me. But when I was babysitting, and I use quotations because I'm the sister, and I feel like it's kind of like when people say like, oh, my husband is babysitting our kids right now. Well, it's not babysitting. He's parenting. Yeah. So I don't know what it is when siblings are home alone together and one of them is older. I guess it's still babysitting.
1: Yeah, it's babysitting.
0: So for me, it was like I was in charge, and I took it almost like a job. Like I got along with my sister during that time because it was my responsibility to make sure Alex was fed and was – happy and like i didn't want her to be scared or upset when mom and dad were gone because then i would get in trouble when mom and dad got home like if they got home and alex was sitting there crying i would definitely get in trouble even if i had nothing to do with
1: it (laughs) yeah no i get that
0: so like maybe it would instill like some responsibility in camille and like and and have her play that more parent and she would play that parent role because she does that with other yes in other situations
1: Yes, but I don't think Ryan would react well to that. Like they're close enough in age, where Ryan doesn't like any situation in which Camille is in charge, right? So that would that would cause extra conflict there. Also, like let's say you but does you,
0: he need to just get over that? Like I'm not a younger sibling. Like for the, me though, with my kids, if I leave oh, oh. Lincoln because Lincoln's the older one, yeah. If I leave and, you know, we're, we're thinking three kids. So let's say I leave Link in charge of his two and, and him and his sister are going to be 18 months apart. Like they will be very close in age. Yeah. When Link is 11, this one will be I don't know, nine-ish, nine and a half. And then hopefully the next one will be I don't know, six or seven. And if I leave Link in charge, I don't care if the other two have an issue with it. Link's in charge because he's the oldest and that's just life. Like these are things to me that kids just need yeah. to learn. Like this is just life Yeah, and but you the, need to accept it.
1: But there's a difference between they need to get over it and how will they actually react in that situation, right? So, so yes, needs to get over it. No, <laughs> don't trust it to be okay right now. But the and other,
0: when will you trust it to be okay? Because like, oh, the no age idea. difference is never going to change.
1: Yeah, I have no idea. I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't have an answer to that. But but like the other thing is like let's say it's like okay well y'all need to put yourselves in bed that's not gonna happen they have during the summer when their their bedtime's a little bit looser like and a lot of times they'll stay in the same room like they'll both stay in Camille's room because they both kind of enjoy having each other there um, then like you're like okay it's time for bed no seriously it's time for bed seriously right now bed and like in two hours later you'll walk by and be like are they still awake up there.
0: So wait, wait, wait. So this is interesting to me. You I, think that they won't get along when you're not here and yet they want to be together at night.
1: Yeah, nights when they get along really well. It's weird. It's weird. I don't know how to so describe it. go out
0: it. at night. And I don't and I'm not saying you should like your kids should like give themselves a bedtime snack and put themselves to bed. Like it doesn't have to be that late. Like just go out over dinner, order pizza. They eat while you guys are getting ready. I, I'm a big I'm I'm like super ultra paranoid about kids choking only because I choked so many times as a kid so like I I don't think I I <laughs> want them to be eating while I'm gone. <laughs> um, but whatever you know, and then you go out for dinner like you go have a little bit of a seniors dinner I have like a four thirty five o'clock dinner. Of <laughs> a seniors just dinner to test, just to test it out.
1: So, I mean, we could, um. But you know, you talk about choking. I mean, that's like another thing, though, is like making sure that you feel okay with on that on that instance that something happens. Like, so it could be a one in a million chance that thing could go wrong. But if you go out and it's that millionth time, and that no, thing get, does happen, like,
0: like, trust me, I'm gonna I'm gonna struggle to leave my kids for sure because I yes. think of everything. But I also I I'm on both sides of this because I I do get that part of it. I do get the like. This could be the one time something bad happens and we're not here. But you also can't—you can't always be there. Like that's just the thing. Like no. this is when you have to start giving them independence because you aren't always going to be around, and you need to teach them how to deal with these situations. Well, but that's the like, thing. I took a babysitting course, which included CPR. And, and so, like, I learned CPR. I think I was eleven. I think it was a little bit older than Camille, but not much. I'm pretty sure I was eleven. I was in grade six, but I was grade 5 grade 6 and i took a babysitting course cuz i wanted to earn money and yeah and and they taught you like certified cpr and like the heimlich maneuver cpr on on infants babies kids and adults
1: so and that would be a big difference too though like if she had had mm-hmm. some course like that it just it's it's a matter of if something starts to go wrong are they going to know? Do you trust that they're going to not freak out and know what to do to at least get someone there to help them in a timely enough manner? So here's the other thing. So when I was young, and I don't know how old I was, I would say I was probably less than 10, and my sister's two and a half years older than me. So she was, she was somewhere between 10 and 12, I would say, and I was somewhere between, I don't know, eight and 10 or something like that. Okay. And my grandparents, we stayed at my grandparents' house all the time. And they left us alone. And I convinced my sister that I knew how to make bread. Okay. <laughs> and so, of all the things. Yeah, I don't know. It. it it's, the funny thing is it became like this weird thing with the family. But like, so we made bread. Now, it didn't burn the house down. I don't think my grandparents were very happy with us. I'm pretty sure I put a bunch of Bisquick in there, which is like, like a brand of uh, like pancake mix and yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, I know a Bisquick okay.
0: is. Yeah, no, that's not for bread. No. Although, I mean, it's probably not the same, honestly. It's really just flour, sugar, and, yeah. and like baking soda and stuff. It wouldn't be much different.
1: Yeah, and I don't know what else I put in this thing, but it turned out <laughs> like okay. Like it, it did not taste <laughs> like what, what you were looking for, but it came out like okay. But that's the thing is like I convinced my sister, who was older than me, that I knew how to make bread. And so we did with no one around. I don't. I don't know what we put in this thing.
0: Okay, so you got in trouble for it. You probably made a big mess. But did anyone get hurt? No one got hurt. No, no,
1: and it was fine. But like, I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Like, what route like that would my kids go?
0: Yeah, I. I mean, I. I do. I get your reservations, but I also think that at some point you have to like, you have to release that little leash and harness you have them on. You know?
1: Yeah. No. And I get that. I just don't know if. I don't know. I, I think it part of it's gotta be how you feel just knowing your kids.
0: Well, and every kid is different. I, I think Camille though, like if and this, this sounds like I'm maybe being like as always sexist slash maybe mean towards Ryan and I don't mean either of it. <laughs> but boys typically do mature later than girls. Sure. So if the rules were like if Ryan was the ten year old and Camille was the seven year old, I would I would understand that a little bit more. Cause I think boys typically given my one cousin is very mature and I think he's 10. Um, and I've, I've joked kind of kind of half serious, half joke that I would totally trust him to babysit. Um, but Camille is so mature and like, she's so motherly and I I don't know. I think, I think kids often get along better when parents aren't around too. Like I got along way better with my sister when my parents weren't there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I, I want know. you to
0: try it and I want you to let me know how it goes.
1: Yeah, it's one of like you you're just gonna get this picture and it's gonna be like my house in ashes and it just be like thanks underneath it.
0: Um you need one of those. We just got my mom this doorbell. It's yeah. called like the ring, and so yeah. you can see like who's at your door. But you can get like full home systems apparently, like the same brand makes a full home. And I think Nest makes it, I'm sure there's a billion brands now. But like you could always do that too. Like if you're really paranoid, you can just tell them, like, look, there. You don't even probably have to have a real camera. You can get like one of those fake ones, and that would be enough to deter them from being assholes to each other. Is like that camera. I'm watching that camera the whole time.
1: Well, you know, I actually have a camera system set up in my house. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I have. We've had a series of people trying to open doors with crowbars. Uh, at oh. one point, like the next door neighbor, they broke in his house, ran in, no, grabbed him. Yeah. <laughs> Grabbed his guns and I guess they must have just, okay, we know three places where people store guns and they just ran to those three places like instantly and then ran back out. His alarm went off and everything next door neighbor. Um. So they did, they, so after that happened, we, I put cameras in. So I have three cameras right now in the front of my house, like one faces the front door. One mm-hmm. faces the driveway, and then one attempts to face the street out through my front yard, but the trees kind of obstruct that. And I have Okay, f-
0: so they're all outside.
1: Yeah, and then I have a fourth one that in theory would be in the backyard, but because of where the receiver is, it won't connect if it's behind the back door. Okay. So until I move the receiver, I can't use that one. But so I can set that one up in the house. Mm-hmm. Just like stare, staring at them. And there's an app. I got to get it reconnected so that I could But I, in theory, I can like watch everything through the app and, and like watch it live. So maybe yeah. I should do that. Just like set I mean, it up on, on top of the TV, just like staring down at the couch.
0: Yep. Even if you didn't actually ever look at it, like I know for me as a kid, that would be enough. Although given, I probably would just not be in that room. Yes. Then I feel like Camille is definitely smart enough to do that but
1: okay alright so on this someone out there let me know let me know if you have kids that are a little bit older I know we have a few listeners whose kids are a little bit older um, let me know let me know when I when I should start feeling better about this when I start feeling more okay about leaving them both home alone for more than like a 15 minute trip up the road and on that note we'll be right back <laughs> All right, we are back, and Chelsea, Link is getting older. Days are going mm-hmm. by. You you sent me the message yesterday about how you were, like, looking at pictures of him when he was young, and then you put, like, seven super crying emojis afterwards. Mm-hmm.
0: Makes me sad, but, you know, soon I'll have another to replace him. It's all good. <laughs>
1: See, this is the <laughs> thing. And, and so I asked you a question yesterday, and, like, I... I don't know how it came across. It wasn't meant to come across bad or mean or, or like make you worried or anything. But like, you don't know. You don't know. If, if, if Lady Bruno ends up being completely different, are you just going to like, here, Sean, you take this one. I have Link. <laughs> Link, don't get any bigger.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I think here's the thing with newborns is newborns typically are are all about mom because mom's got the boobs. So, I'm not. I'm not really worried about that. I don't. I'm not really worried in general. That's good. Um. But what I am worried about is so. Link is 15 months. Okay. And so there's a couple things that I was hoping to realistically start before the next baby gets here. One of them was potty training. I'm realistic enough. To know that he will not be potty trained at 18 months, 19 months when this baby arrives. Yeah. But I do want to have the balls rolling on that and get things started on that. I'm hoping he will be potty trained before he is two. So there will not be a big chunk of time where I have two in diapers. The other thing which I was a little surprised about from other moms responses to a post I did in a moms group is putting him in a toddler bed. Yeah. So we have a crib right now for Link. Okay. We either need a crib for the new baby or we put Link in a toddler bed and the new baby uses his crib. Yeah. I'm not worried. A lot of people think like it's a financial thing. I'm not worried about that at all because cribs are not that expensive and I don't go crazy with cribs. I have no problem buying another crib and then eventually a toddler bed for Link. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm surprised with everything is I went into my mom's group and said, you know, hey, what are your experiences with, um, and I don't know the term, bed training your kid. And so many people have put their kids in a bed between one and like 15, 16 months. And I don't know why, but I thought kids went into a bed at like two or three. Like I, I literally, I've never really thought about it. There's a lot of things that I've done like my my due diligence on and like research on. Okay. And I guess moving Link to a bed just was I just wasn't there yet because I just thought it was like way down the line and I thought we were like ahead of the game by thinking like maybe we put him in a toddler bed before the next baby comes. Turns out people do this way earlier than I thought.
1: So I'm trying to think about when we did it and I, okay, keep in mind when Camille Brian's was still
0: in a crib. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's funny though. Uh, keep in mind, when Camille was one, I went back to a seagoing command uh, in the Navy, and so I was gone all the time. So my days are you so were a jumbled. Sea man. I like how, like, almost like how <laughs> proud you are of that joke. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so, I don't really remember, but I remember we had this bed. That was a, uh, it was like a crib that would then turn into a, like an in-between type bed.
0: Yeah, so it's a convertible crib. Like yes. Link's crib is a convertible crib.
1: Okay, now when I bought this, I had this grand idea in my mind. that This is the same bed that my kids were going to have when they graduate high school. Like, I don't have to buy them another bed. <laughs> I know, it was the dumbest thought.
0: I mean, the fact that you thought that and you looked at the mattress and no, went no, no. like... and. It,
1: be, okay, hold on. Say you we know that. So, so step one is the crib, and step two I don't remember exactly, but I want to say it's like kind of like the crib without like some of the walls or something yeah. like that. But like step, one side done. But step three is you just take the two sides and they turn and they into your headboard. headboard and your footboard. Headboard and footboard. Yeah, yeah. But there, I it's, mean, that's, it's a full that's size. Not, yeah, you put a full size bed in there.
0: I think it's a double bed. Sure. I mean, I don't think that's unrealistic. I think that wouldn't be a bed they would have for a long time.
1: Yeah, it's not. Yeah, that thing is definitely well gone by now, and they've gone through a few beds since then. Hmm. So, yeah. I had,
0: I had, like, the same bed growing up. For I had two beds. I had this, like, little red bed that was cute, and then I had, like, a brass bed, because was, that was the style back then, and yeah. then I had, like, a really nice set of furniture that is still my set of furniture.
1: So, okay, so... I don't remember the age is, and I actually don't even remember what Camille's next bed was. I want to say that she might have actually been in that thing converted. No, she had to have had a different bed before (sighs) that. I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. I remember Ryan's first bed out of the crib was a race car bed, Mm -hmm. a little plastic race car bed with a very small mattress on it. He liked it. I have actually have pictures of when we first put it in and like Camille laying there next to him on the bed
0: so when you say he liked it he was clearly older than 15 months because link wouldn't understand i don't think like if i bought him a new bed he wouldn't be excited about it
1: so i don't think he was excited Shit, man now you're making me really question i don't know
0: so okay so in my mom's group when i asked this question the main reason people put their kids their babies into a toddler bed or some people go right to like a, a single bed, which I wouldn't do because if they fall out of that, which is bound to happen. Yeah. I, I mean, no. And I know you can get like the side rails, but to me, if I'm going to purchase the side rails, I mean, so I already have a toddler bed. I am on this group. It's an upcycle group and people give stuff away instead of garbage. Oh, yeah. yeah. And someone gave me a toddler bed. It's a really nice toddler bed. So I have the toddler bed. Um, It's just whatever. It's a white bed that has like tiny little rails kind of near the headboard and it's it's the size of a crib yeah so the reason people apparently put their babies into a toddler bed is because they're climbing out of the crib and that is can be dangerous okay link is not climbing out of the crib at all given the last week or two he's starting to show that he would like to climb, like he'll start, like if you hold his arm, he'll climb with his feet up your legs. Yeah. And he's never done that before. And now he's climbing on the furniture and stuff a little bit. So like maybe, maybe we're getting to that point. I'm not sure, but he wears a sleep sack at night. So like climbing out of the crib is not really a huge concern for me. So, okay, here's, here's where I am. I don't know what to do. (laughs) Life is really good right now for the most part. Link, with few exceptions, sleeps for two to three hours during the day for a nap. Okay. He sleeps from eight o'clock at night till about seven in the morning. Okay. Most nights, without waking up. He moves around his crib a lot. Sometimes he'll sit up and play with his stuffies, and then he goes back to sleep. Sometimes, like he is, he'll start facing one way in the crib, and then by morning he is facing the other way. So, like he's rolling and moving a lot in this crib. Okay. My concern is right now the crib is great for us. We are getting great sleep. This new, this next baby comes and I need a moment of link I need you to be safely in a situation while I go and deal with your sister. I could put him in his crib. He might cry. He might have a tantrum, I don't know, but I can put him somewhere and go like he is safe in there while I change his sister's diaper or whatever I have to do while I'm home alone. Okay. So these are like my reasons to keep the crib. Yes. I don't think like not putting him in a crib, like putting him in a toddler bed. I don't think moving that point in my life or his life is going to be damaging to him in any way. Like there's certain things I just don't think you should try and prevent from happening. Like life is going to happen. Your kids are going to grow up. But I don't think not putting him in a bed is, like, damaging in any way.
1: Okay. No, I agree.
0: At, at 18 months. So, but the other side of it is at 18, 19 months, that is when we would probably, at the, like, kind of the time I was more thinking about starting him with these things. He's going to be potty training. That's going to be rough. So now we're going to be introducing this bed around the same time as well. That could also be like just so many changes. He's a new sister. He's starting like now we're telling him he can't have diapers and now we're telling him he can't have his crib. We're also probably going to be weaning him from a bottle at that time. However, I'm hoping that will happen prior to that. But that's
1: a conversation we've already had. So are are you worried about overloading him with change all at one time?
0: I'm worried about that less than most things because I think that kids are pretty adaptable. What I'm really worried about is all these changes on me. Is like, Blink <laughs> is going to probably rebel against some of these things that are happening. That's just life. You, He's going to put on no a little one leather jacket. Totally. He's going to start being on the South Side Snakes. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: oh, I'm no one else would find that, that funny.
0: I'm worried that I will have a new baby and I will be focused on just getting through the night with that child, with this, with his sister. And then we're going to throw in other sleeping. So, okay, right now we're getting good sleep. And I kind of want that to last for the next four months, knowing that in four months I am not going to be getting good sleep. Yeah. That's just how it goes. Do I want to risk the sleep that we're getting now by putting him in a toddler bed now? And getting him used. My dog is having a sneeze attack right now. Are you done? Do I want to alter our sleep now? And maybe, you know what? He might go in this bed, love it, and nothing nothing changes. There's a risk that maybe our sleep is wrecked for the next four months. But then maybe he's in a toddler bed and all is good. Or do we add that to our already, like, growing list of Things to be worried about and things to lose sleep over when the new baby arrives. Like I just don't know when the best time to do this is.
1: I mean, that's, we have the
0: toddler bed. We could do it right. I could do it tonight. We could start tonight.
1: So that's. I mean, that's tough because most people aren't in that situation where it's like, oh, here's the time to do this. Um. Also, this other big life things happening with another kid. Like most people aren't that close. I mean, that, granted, my my. Younger siblings, who are my little brother's like eight and a half years younger than me or something like that, they are 14 months apart. Yeah. So I'm sure my, I don't know, I don't remember. I I mean, I know I was around for all that. I don't remember how they did it with them. Uh, I'm assuming well, we had two things, cribs.
0: I'm I'm assuming two. Like, honestly, if, if I knew that Link would not climb out of his crib, like, because apparently... <clears throat> according to mums in my mom's group. And like 70 people responded to this post. It was crazy. Like, And the majority of them were like, put him in a bed right now. And the, But the people that said not to put him in a bed had really compelling arguments on why not to.
1: <laughs> of course.
0: But here's the other thing. I'm having a C-section. So I have a mom who, her kids, her two boys are 18 months apart. She's a friend of mine. And so I messaged her because there's moms, I've, I've told you this before, there's moms in my life who I trust their opinions She's one of them. So I messaged her up, Robin, what's going on? How did you do this? Was Oliver in a crib or a bed? And she said that she put him in a bed because she got too big being pregnant to put her other, to put him into his crib. And I'm getting there. I'm getting to the point where I'm really, like yesterday when I couldn't get him to nap, part of it was because I kind of slipped and like he felt like an inch. But he felt enough to wake him up out of my hands. (laughs) And then it was it. And I'm like, I'm only getting bigger. I'm, I still have four months in this pregnancy and I'm already pretty big. I'm getting, going to be huge. So that, that's one issue. Second issue is I'm having a C-section for sure. Like it, it's basically a for sure thing unless I go into early labor and, and don't make it to the hospital in time. Um, I'm, you're not supposed to lift anything. I think it's over 10 pounds or 50, yeah. whatever it is, um, for six weeks. Given, I don't think I'm going to be taking that full six weeks because I was fine last time. Even still, there's going to be a good chunk of time, whether it's a week or six weeks, however I heal, where I cannot lift Link into his crib. Yeah. Which is fine at night because Sean can do the nighttime thing and Sean always gets Link in the morning. But A, what if Sean's not around? For whatever, Sean's out of town for the night. Yeah. Because he does go out of town for work. B, there's still nap time. Like, how am I going to get this kid in and out of his curb at nap? Like, I honestly, it might be a logistics thing where I don't have a choice.
1: So, here's what I would say, being being someone who knows nothing.
0: Perfect. That, yeah. That's who I usually try and go to.
1: Yeah, as, as discussed. <laughs> um, so, I would say, if you think that, okay, here's where my concern would be with doing it now, is how much effort is it going to take to get him to stay in bed?
0: And some of the moms in my mom's group have said that their kids just stayed in their bed. And I'm like, I feel like that's magic.
1: Well, But it could, I mean, who knows? I, I You could learn some voodoo, maybe. Um, but, like, if you feel that he would listen enough during that, I would say give it a try. Give it a try during nap time on a non-podcasting um, day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, And just see how he takes to staying in his bed when he's supposed to.
0: And I think, like, he's at an age right now where he definitely understands. Yeah. But there's not, like, you know, at two or even 18 months, you can say to a kid, I need you to do ABC. Otherwise, this is the consequence. And I'm not saying that an 18-month-old will listen or totally comprehend that. But they are able to. Whereas Link isn't there yet. He's close. He's very close to being there, but he's not there to go like, Link, I, you need to sleep in your bed and you need to stay here until I come and get you. Because you can get like these special clocks for that, like for babies. Oh, we've tried say, all like, that stuff. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the parents would say like, my kid just stayed in his bed. Like I did nothing. He just like one of the moms said their kid was 11 months old and they recommended doing it actually before Link learned how to walk. And I'm like, that's not a bad idea because then he can't walk out of his crib or out of his bed. He's just kind of like he can, make, can get out and crawl around, but at least he's more limited.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Let's leave this up to the listeners.
0: My plan is to set the crib up in the nursery. We're not, we're not there yet. We're not able to be there yet because okay. the, the nursery is currently just literally full of so much shit it's ridiculous. And at some point I'll have to clean that out. So once I clean out the nursery, I'm gonna put the crib in there and I'm going to put Link's toddler bed in his room. Yeah. We'll test it, I think, at nap time, like you said.
1: On a non podcasting day.
0: Obviously. Obviously. That's, that's that's my priority always in life is you.
1: See? And this podcast. You could have just left it with just me, because that encompasses the podcast.
0: That's <laughs> that's true, that's true. Um, and then worst case if things aren't going well, I still have the crib. Yeah, as like a backup. Oh, yeah. It's it's not in his room, which also could cause issues because it's unfamiliar. But at least it's there to have. And then, you know, maybe we do that for a month. And if it's just not going well, I honestly I think I prefer my sleep over anything, which sounds awful. But I just know it's going away. Like, I know that when this baby comes, I'm going to be up every two, three hours with her feeding her at night. Like, yeah, I just want to take advantage of being able to sleep through the night right now. So that's my plan see how it goes i'm really i link has been so such an easy kid with the exception of weaning him from my breast (laughs) he's been an easy kid um well hopefully the second
1: one will also be easy i mean i'm I'm hoping for you i'm trying to be that light of positivity
0: I'm a big, big, big believer in laid-back parents have have easy laid-back kids because Sean and I are both incredibly laid-back. Um, I felt like I was pretty well informed before I had Link. And I, you know, there was nothing that I was like, oh, I don't know what to expect with this. Like, I mean, you never know what to expect until you're experiencing it, but I I mean I had an idea. I was just talking to my girlfriend who lives in Australia last night. She is, her kids are a similar age difference between Link and this one, and she's pregnant right now. She's doing October. She has a girl and she's expecting a boy. And I have a boy and I'm expecting a girl. And she messaged me that she's so worried about having a boy. And I'm like, it's so funny because to me, boys are so easy. I'm so worried about having a girl. And we agree that this baby's going to be harder for both of us. Oh, a because we have a toddler to chase around, and you can't just be like, oh, "I'm going to watch Shameless all day while I breastfeed on the couch." Like, woo.
1: Do you watch Shameless?
0: Oh, I don't anymore because of a kid. That is definitely not a show. Like, you but can it's even such watch a good show. Uh, I'm I'm on like season like seven or eight, and it it just isn't good anymore. But maybe it gets better.
1: The latest season picks back up.
0: Um. So that's one, and two is we're both much more nervous about having she's more nervous about having a boy i'm more nervous about having a girl and therefore i think that it's going to be a harder baby because we're not at ease ah uh. and my mom has said that i'm going to blame that on the fact that it's a girl <laughs> i'm going to blame that this baby isn't easy on the fact that she's a girl and really it probably won't have anything to do with that
1: yeah okay you ready to wrap this up yeah Okay. If you have any help for us, if you have answers uh, or experiences to share that'll just make things easier uh, for any of this stuff, leaving your kid at home alone, um, you know, getting your kid into a, a, a toddler bed, when to brush your teeth, any of these things, hit me up. I, I'm Johnny underscore casino, J-O-N-N-Y underscore casino on Twitter. I leave my DMs open. Uh sometimes random Nintendo fans from the Philippines message me and it gets kind of creepy, but that's okay. Um she's Chelsea Capri 23, it's Chelsea like Crisp, Capri like Sean 23. I don't know where my mind is. I'm coming off a set of night shifts, my body's trying to readjust. It's just not good. Anyway, Chelsea so I have a final question here. And this one is actually a kid, I assume, um, and asking this to a bunch of moms. It's an anonymous Yahoo user who wants to ask these other parents this about his mom. Okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and he must be British because he says mom. So here's the question, Chelsea. Do moms know if son masturbates in his room?
0: They know. <laughs> Acetaminophen. Sounds like that's a fun word.
1: Acetaminophen. Acetaminophen. <laughs> I'll just keep saying it.